In October of 94, I had uh, been a high school freshman at West Monroe for about six weeks. And our football team was the defending state champions from the previous year. And we were playing at Washita, West Monroe at Washita, on Millhaven Road, just outside the city limits of Monroe, Louisiana. Uh, it was 18-18, really late in the game. There had been a lot of uh, questionable calls. The head referee that night, the guy wearing the white hat, was a guy named Bill Arrington, who, uh, as legend holds, had 16 illegitimate children that were attending Washita Parish High School at the time, uh, prompting many conspiracy theories from many West Monrovians, such as myself. Uh, in the final seconds, uh, Washita downed the ball inside the 10-yard line with the clock running, and they attempted to get their field goal unit on the field for a quick final field goal at the gun to win the game, hopefully 21-18 to 18 for them. Uh, one last guy was trying to get off the field, and he didn't get close to getting off the field. They had 12 men on the field when they snapped the ball. Field goal was good. The penalty was not called. Washita won the game. Never has anybody been screwed in the state of Louisiana so badly that night since Solomon Northup. I'm referring to those West Monroe High School Rebels. That was the last time Washita ever beat West Monroe. We'll talk about this a little bit tonight. First, welcome to the Bicoastal Hootenanny starring Nate and Adam. I am and Adam, Adam Tootenanny Wilson, that is, in Brooklyn, New York, where it is currently 49 degrees Fahrenheit and uh, with uh, pretty clear skies, I suppose. Nate has the day off, which makes today a Tootenanny Tuesday. Hey, Hootenanny, good to see you. Um, <clears throat> a little summary of, uh, of my day. I, um, <clears throat> I sat in on the... Uh, the Late Show with David Letterman audience today. Uh, really terrible monologue. The worst I've ever seen Dave do. Been a really good show. Solid show after that. Solid guests. Rob Lowe. Uh, that guy Dixon. The, the IndyCar champ. I forget his name. He's from Australia. And yeah, Thanks. That's Elena. And Alan Jackson with some bluegrass music. He was solid. It was awesome. I love that. Uh, and on uh, on my way there, actually, right at 53rd and Broadway at one of those generic gift shops, I saw four four um, Duck Dynasty bobbleheads for sale. Uh, and there's a picture of it on our website, uh, theregstick.com. Yeah, Jace, Willie, Phil, and Uncle Cy, all four bobbleheads available at some Turkish-owned gift shop right in the heart of Manhattan in Midtown. Uh, I can't name you a celebrity from Washington Parish High School. Some might tell you Parker Posey went there for six months. But Parker Posey's not famous. Anyway. Is true? Yeah, she lived in Monroe for a little bit. I know, I know what she was in. Yeah. Um, they, uh, 
my my friend Greg put on uh, this little picture on Instagram uh, a few days ago that uh, showed a bunch of douchebags yelling really uh, fervently about a football game. And then the caption said, like, imagine if these people were this passionate about something that was actually important. And uh, I looked at that, and it rubbed me the wrong way for some reason. And then I thought to myself, yeah, imagine if all the people in America who are very passionate about sports, which are not intrinsic to their survival, imagine if they were all that passionate about something that was actually important. You know what would happen if all the people in the United States were that passionate about something that was actually important? We'd be the Middle East. It's good that our dumbasses watch football. It's good that those of us who are less intelligent than you pious individuals listening, it's good that we lesser knowns are passionate about things that aren't important. Would you rather me be that fervent about religion or politics? Or, I mean, think, think of that. Go into this douchebag Jets bar in Manhattan where a bunch of New York Jets fans are bitching about Tom Brady. Can you imagine if they were that passionate about the Roe v. Wade decision? Can you imagine the awful things they would do? Just think about that. Think about that for a second, Greg. Butthole. So that's why I'm this passionate about football. And even high school football. And specifically the West Monroe-Washita game, which is happening this Friday. That's why I'm talking about this. Now, West Monroe's got many rivalries. There's, there's Neville. There's Rustin. I guess West Washita, if you really want to be technical about it. Perhaps even the Bastrop Rams. But for me, it's Washita. My paternal grandfather, called him Papa, Joe Wilson, he went to Washita and graduated in 1938. My Aunt Jan graduated there. And most everybody on my mom's side of the family also went to, to Washita. And uh, Washita, I, I, mean, I, I went to West Monroe. I was born in West Monroe, the redneck town. Everybody, it was the joke. It was, uh, New Jersey is to Manhattan what West Monroe has always been to Monroe. You know what I mean? So uh, uh, I always found it ironic that people from Washita Parish High School always made fun of West Monroe for being rednecks. Now, West Monroe High School is at 201 Riggs Street, right in the middle of town in West Monroe. You know, there's a bit of civilization there. You see telephone lines and red lights and a McDonald's and a Sonic and a movie theater nearby. You know, it's right in the middle of town, the middle of a city. Washita Parish High School is surrounded by four things. A railroad track, a two-way highway, a forest, and a cotton field. Now, I'm not saying West Monroe is not a redneck school. But don't thumb your noses at us, Washita Lions. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. So I have a few, uh, and, and why, why do I have such um, contempt for these people? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you exactly why. Uh, here's what sealed the deal for me. Back in uh, February of 1998, this is after I'd realized that, I'd, that I sucked at basketball and I'd quit the basketball team. And discovering that I sucked at basketball really uh, killed my dream of not sucking at basketball. I'd always dreamed as a young boy of not sucking at basketball. Sure enough. Complete, completely sucked at basketball. I was a terrible player. Um, and uh, my uh, guidance counselor, Ms. Sammy Salisbury, a, uh, a graduate of Texas Tech in Lubbock, she suggested I go into the drama club because she thought I was funny. She thought I had a great sense of humor. So I went and I tried out for the school play. I got the lead, the male lead. The female lead would have been nice. It was like the Wizard of Oz. I would have liked to be Dorothy. Um, but... There was also this competition coming up, and as competitive as I was, as a former shitty athlete, 
uh, decided to join the, uh, the Shakespeare contest, where if I won the school's competition, I would go on to the, 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 the parish competition, the Washington Parish competition, and then hopefully go on to the regionals and hopefully go on to the national finals, which would be right here in New York. Uh, so I went to, uh, I, I won at my school. I, I, I recited the, um, the, uh, um, uh, Thou Art the Ruins of the Noblest Man in All of Italy speech by Mark Antony from Julius Caesar, and, uh, as well as, uh, Sonnet 144, Two Loves I Have of Comfort and Despair, which, like, two spirits do suggest me still. The better angel is a man right fair, the worser spirit a woman colored ill. Yes, I recite all my Shakespeare sonnets while doing a dead-on impression of James Woods. <laughs> oh, thank you. You're a terrific audience, everybody. I, um, so I won at my school. I won my school competition. It's the first time I'd ever really tried anything dramatic uh, as far as that. So uh, I went on to the parish competition, which was at uh, the old Washita Parish Auditorium on South Grand Street, right by Fort Miro. Fort Miro, which was established by my ancestors, James and Guillaume Epinet, French Huguenots from Port d'Envaux, France. Uh, guys who made shady deals with the Caddo Indians so that they wouldn't get scalped while scouting out the Washita River for coonskins and deer and catfish and babes. Uh, so there I was on the grounds that were once stomped on by my 10th great-grandfathers. So... Uh, there were three judges in this competition, and uh, this time I didn't do I didn't do Julius Caesar. I did the Taming of the Shrew. I forget what speech it was. I forget. I I don't even remember the name of the character I was playing. I didn't really like this speech, but my my English teacher said I should do something comedic because I was funny. Well, I nailed it. I did really well. I really thought I did well. And uh, there were three judges, two of them from Washita High School, and one of them which was an outsider and kind of hired to come speech uh, to speak. A guy named Elliot Engel. And no, not the representative from California. It's another Elliot Engel, a highly educated man who does great speeches. I'm a big fan of his, actually. Um, I've learned a lot from him. Anyway, so he was there. I found out he voted for me. He thought I did the best. And the two from Washita voted for this other girl. Uh, and, well, so Elliot Engel did his speech. And then one of the judges, this old guy who I can't remember his name, and I don't even know who he was, but he was somebody in Monroe. You know, some of the, one of those guys that kind of goes to events and he's seen a socialite, you, you might say, you know. One of these, uh, one of these somebodies in Monroe, <laughs> Monroe, um, and I remember him. He was speaking. He was speaking and talking, congratulating all of us competitors on, on such a great, such a great knowledge of Shakespeare. And then he said, "Oh, and this this girl over here from St. Frederick's High School. Oh, what beautiful training you must have had. It's such so good. You're such so classically trained. And you recited, you recited your, your your speech so beautifully. And you from Neville High School. Oh, wow. You you're going to go into big." great things when you go to Northwestern State University and participate in their very highly prestigious theater program. And you, Adam Wilson from West Monroe High School, I can tell you worked really hard on that speech. And that's indicative of the working class attitude of West Monroe. And I wanted to kill that guy for saying that. That asshole. He's basically saying, wow, it's amazing that you have any books in your trailer. You poor piece of shit. Uh, so... I hope that guy died of prostate cancer, and that's why I hate Washita High School, because he was an English teacher at Washita High School. So, hopefully his prostate shriveled up, or his sphincter, whatever. I don't care. I hope something painful happened to his genitals, or his anus. He's an asshole. And for some reason, I've directed my vitriol of this man to something about which he probably has never cared, 
high school football. West Monroe has won 18 straight against Washita High School, which means that the very players playing on this year's team have never been alive during a year in which Washita beat West Monroe. So I would like all of you from the city of Monroe to suck my balls, kiss my ass, and lick my butthole. Thank you for joining me on Tootinetti Tuesday, a subsidiary podcast of the Bicoastal Hootinetti under its parent company, The Red Stick. Follow us on Twitter at Bicoastal Hoot. Follow me on Twitter at Tootinetti. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to us on iTunes or listen to us on Stitcher. Visit us at theredstick.com. I've been Adam Wilson in Brooklyn, New York. For all our friends back home and everyone else in between, I say R-R-R-E-B, Free Casey, and Sweeney Toi.